0: Hey, Richie here, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Mind of an Entrepreneur. I don't know whether this is episode 8, 9, 10, or 11, so I'm going to guess number 9. That's what I'm naming it. I am an author. I just released my book called Warriors of Life, Conquering Grief and Battling Your Way Back to Happiness, and I'm a life coach, happiness mentor, and the reason I'm promoting myself is because... I took out the commercials that were in here because after a thousand plays or so of my podcasts, I only made a dollar and 54 cents. So I'll spare you all that stuff and I'll just promote my own stuff. (laughs) So this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Nancy Demers. I hope I didn't hack up her last name. I'm sorry, Nancy, if I did. She's just a love. Oh, she's got beautiful energy. We met on a sidewalk at the airport in San Diego back in September for Tony Robbins Leadership Academy. And then a couple months later, we met again in Florida at Date with Destiny. And we also participated in leadership, too. So this episode's fantastic. Nancy's just, like I said, I can't say enough about her. She's just amazing. And you get two leadership people here talking for about an hour or so. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you pick up some things uh, for yourself that help you move forward in life. And uh, I'm going to stop talking. Thank you and hope you enjoy the episode. Right. Hey, everybody. My name is Richie, and this is another episode of Inside the Mind of an Entrepreneur. And today I'm talking with Nancy Demers. Hey,
1: Nancy. Hey, hey Richie. How are you? Hi, honored to be here. Thank you for the invite. I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Doing well. Happy it's
0: Friday. <laughs> so happy it's Friday. Yeah. So uh, just to give everybody a heads up, Nancy and I met on uh, the sidewalk. It's San Diego Airport, right? The first time we met?
1: Absolutely. Yep. At uh, the end of August. Yep. Yep. Just a brief a brief chat. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was right before uh, Leadership Academy, at Tony Robbins event. And yep. then... Uh, As faith would have it, our paths crossed once again uh, last month. Was it last month? Yeah, last month at uh, Date with Destiny in uh, Florida, which was uh, just an incredible experience from my perspective, especially doing the leadership portion of it.
1: Yes, and and I agree. And, you know, just... It just a brief encounter has uh, led to us connecting uh, more deeply at the event, which was an honor and a privilege, and uh, and uh, to have the opportunity to speak with all of you today.
0: Okay, awesome. So let's get into it. What? Uh, so just tell us what business you're in, you're getting into, and in, uh, what was your journey getting to this point in your life?
1: Sure. So um, you know what? I'll actually start with the journey, if that I'm worked for you. Perfect. So, uh, growing up, I was always a leader, and I still am, and back in June of 2014, uh, I decided to partner with a network marketing company which offered health and wellness solutions because at the time, uh, I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my entire life, and growing up an athlete, it was just very disappointing to be in that position. And so a couple of weeks before my 40th birthday, I partnered with this company and all I was looking to do is just lower the number on a scale and just, just, you know, just have my workouts, you know, be more meaningful. And it turns out that if we could just skip ahead to right now, stepping Mm -hmm. off that scale allowed me to step into my greatness. So Mm -hmm. I decided about, A couple of months after I partnered with the company from a product user standpoint to begin to build a business. And so that was September of 2014. And if we fast forward now to January of 2016, the business hardly grew. Uh, I was attracting product users, but nobody who wanted to build a business, nobody who was interested in continuing to invest in the program. And as I watched other people around me, I started to get really curious what were they doing differently?
0: so if you want to just i just want to pause you for a second nancy sure. so you want to explain the concept because some people may not be not understand the concept of the that that uh, network marketing program so in order for you to succeed you had to have people selling for you i've just i'm just a little confused.
1: yeah no i mean like basically what was happening was i was i didn't attract any business builders and i wasn't retaining customers so there's two different ways. You know, you'll make money faster if you, if you attract people who are also going to build a business. But there's still money to be made if you retain customers. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Sure. So, uh, so what was happening was that then I started to get angry because whenever I wanted something, I would just go and get it. No one had to tell me. They could give me a guidebook, and I would work really hard. And so what I decided to do uh, by March of 2016 was to start to work on myself. And so began my journey now, oh my goodness, three years ago uh, of active personal development. And so I invested in my first coach, Andy Murphy, and he was fantastic. And what he opened my eyes to see was that for me, network marketing may not have been the right vehicle. And although I love the products, the reason why I wasn't building the business was because I didn't want to build it. And
0: you weren't, you weren't passionate about it.
1: Correct. And again, I love the products. And, but through this, I began to realize that I did have a passion for helping people. And it was in, it was in investing in my second mindset coach, which was more of an inner game coach. So helping me, to seek out and, un, and conquer my limiting beliefs, more so from an unconscious standpoint. That soundtrack that you don't even realize is playing in your mind.
0: Yeah, the ego. So the, just can we, can we go back to March of 2016 for one second? Sure, and absolutely. What, and what was, you know, you, you made a decision at that point. What, what, was, what was telling you, what was driving you to make that decision to go to go do something else? Was it, you know, what was the drive, the passion?
1: So, so the passion was just that I felt the pull that I, what I noticed that a lot of people who are successful in the network marketing business were very involved in personal development, very involved in building themselves. And I realized I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's what I need to do. And in throughout my whole life, I've always Sought to be better than I was yesterday. And so I said, at this point, if I can take a cue from people who are successful, let me take that cue. And it actually even started with just reading the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And after I got over the first 40 pages, the next four agreements were just, it was so pivotal. And it was, it just opened my eyes to this world where. I could expand and be more than I am today and live out my passion, live out my ability to be able to help people find their limitations and soar really high, soar higher than maybe they even imagined could be.
0: So at that point in this, this, this journey we were on, did you have any idea what you wanted to do? Did it ever I,
1: occur to you? I did not, so awesome. it, it, yeah, it was just it was so the 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 turning point to when I focused more on becoming a coach was in it was actually July of 20 2016 at this point, and I was three months into my second uh, mindset coach, and we were actually at a mindset event for the network marketing company. For, with 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 whom I was partnered, and one of my friends was talking to me, and she didn't want to share her before picture. She had this absolutely amazing story, mm-hmm. and we all know on social media that pictures are going to grab attention, and then your story is what's going to keep someone interested. And I turned and I said to her, "Can I give you some feedback?" And she said, "Sure." And I said, "You know, what if you were never before, would you be in after?" And she looked at me quizzically, and I said, I, you know, just for, for the interest of time here, and I finally said, listen, I post inspirational quotes, they get some traffic, I post funny stuff I do, because yeah. it's my personality. I said, when I post other people's transformation tra- traffic, I go, when I post mine, I can't even keep up with the amount, and at the time, there was only likes on Facebook, there was no reactions. Uh-huh. So likes and and comments, and that's not even counting the people who are watching and not engaging at all. Right. And it was in that moment that I was like, why am I not doing this? It was just clear cut that I had the ability to articulate and just get people to think about things differently and realize that there's another way. And also to have appreciation because honestly, when I first saw the picture that made me want to invest in my health and wellness, I was disgusted by that picture. And now I look at her with, with gratitude, because it was my body and my mind telling me it's time to level up. So, and, just,
0: so, so for just for a minute, let's rewind. So take me back to that moment when you asked her, It was you say, the
1: before? I said, if you were never a before, would you be an after? So what did that mean? Just, so- You know, meaning what, at what point, like if you never got to a point where your pain exceeded your excuses, would you have been inspired to change? Would you be where you are now or would you still be stuck back in this old comfort zone? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, it's the thought that a lot of times we look at our prior selves and we want to be upset and angry. And I I now have a platform, Get Grateful, because while the struggles are absolutely horrible sometimes as you go through them, you know, as Tony Robbins says, what else does this mean? How else were you inspired to be a better person than you were then? And then who else, on top of it, who else will you inspire because they might have a similar struggle as you. And to see someone who's triumphed on the other side gives them hope.
0: Yeah. It's almost like the other side of fear and giving something a different meaning than what you really think it means.
1: Right. And so you can't always do that in the moment.
0: No, (laughs) (laughs) no, we
1: all know that you look back. And when someone tries to tell you, what else does this mean? You kind of want to, I know in the beginning. Shut the
0: fuck up. I know what it means.
1: (laughs) Exactly. The few choice words. I'm from Queens, New York. Like I have an F-bomb limit to reach every day and I usually reach it.
0: Well, don't hold back Nancy today. It's okay. (laughs)
1: Okay. So, so literally 24 hours after that event, I had my phone call with my coach and I was bursting at the seams to talk to him. And as I was sharing with him, like, oh, my goodness, Adam, this happened. He goes, do you know that the program you're currently getting coached through, there's an opportunity for you to be trained to become a coach of the same program?
0: Hmm. And
1: I was like, say what now? And all of a sudden, my mind, like, was racing. And he said, Nancy, he goes, this is usually a program to which people have to apply. He goes, I'm inviting you right in. He's like, it's yours if you want it. And immediately, I'm like, holy smokes, like 24 hours, literally 24 hours ago, I threw out into the universe my true intention of building, of becoming a coach. And back then, I always thought it would be inside network marketing. Yeah. And for me, that wasn't the vehicle.
0: Right.
1: And after I got over my conversation with money, because it was a sizable investment, sure. Just fast forwarding a couple months later, we were running an exercise, and what would happen is I would learn the exercise and then co, you know, and then run through it with my mentor. And at the end of this particular session, I said, "Holy smokes, I'm so sorry we went down the rabbit hole." He goes, "We didn't go down the rabbit hole." He goes, "You just coached me." He goes, "I completely forgot this was your session. I threw a real challenge out there, and you just coached me through it." And so he
0: became the coachy
1: correct right and and <laughs> so, again yep. thinking about that and just that power of the natural ability in the universe saying hey this is what you want you finally said it share your gift
0: so let me let me rewind back for a second that that's just so inspirational i mean about sharing the gift i want to talk so much about that cuz i want to make sure we have enough time to talk about that but sure. take it back to that money decision because a lot of people A lot of people that are stuck in, you know, an entrepreneurial a business, and they just they get hung up on, you know, making this this huge commitment of uh, spending money for professional development to make themselves better. What did you tell yourself, or how did you, you know, convince yourself that that was the right decision for you in that moment?
1: Right. So again, you know, I heard the investment, and I'm like, holy smokes, because again, that's that's money. So I looked at it initially as a cost.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, I thought about it. And one thing we didn't share here is I changed careers from finance to nursing. And when I wanted to become a nurse, I invested in becoming a nurse and I invested in that type of education. And if I could look at the future and the return, you know, our ROI return on investment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why wouldn't I invest the money now? Because should plans go as I was thinking, Thinking then, I that that investment I made would surely be paid off in a short amount of time. And to get the peek behind the curtain, because it's when I started to learn how to coach the lessons I went through. It was well worth that investment. A lot of people said, "Oh, you could have done free programs." And for me, it's not about having it's not about having a particular certification because I'm way qualified and a lot of different things. And that didn't make me a successful network marketer. My credentials had nothing to do with it. Right. It's, it's how I felt I had to invest myself, invest in myself. And if I'm not investing in myself, why would people invest in me? Why would people invest in themselves if they couldn't see the benefit from somebody else? Sometimes people have to strap on to your vision before they can cast one of their own.
0: So true. Wow. That's, 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 that's a great statement right there. That's beautiful. Well, 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 very, well said.
1: Thank very you. well said.
0: And I love the thought, you know, you follow, you followed your intuition. You know, your gut right. told you to do this. And a lot of people, what they don't do is they don't follow their intuition. I like to call it the heart, the gut, the heart. It's all, I think it's all right. pretty much the same thing. A lot of people get hung up in their head and, and they start, you know, going through all the scenarios of, you know, what could go wrong, you know, and not what right. could go right, what could go wrong.
1: Correct. they come from a place of scarcity versus a place of abundance. And that's not to say that to sit down and list out everything that could go wrong, but do it more from a standpoint that now you're going to prepare yourself to do it right. And we've been in situations and in my current full-time job, you know, I was, I had the ability to launch a couple of really big stroke programs last year And we we just sat and mitigated and mitigated and stuff still went awry. Yes. (laughs) It happened, but because we had done our due diligence, the stuff that went awry was so easily repairable Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that, you know, again – but coming from a place, you know, come from, let's do this right, and use what could go wrong more as mitigation than, in, you know, than hesitation.
0: Right, because you know what, I come from the mindset that you cannot prepare for all the shit that could go wrong. Nope, if you, <laughs> you spend cannot. Spend so much time doing that, you'll never, you'll never get moving forward. You'll never do it.
1: Right, you know, cr- better you prepare to. Mm-hmm address something when it goes wrong okay great you know so you know you have the people who run around like chicken little and the sky is always falling that's not going to stop the sky from falling you prepare yourself with skills and tools okay this went wrong how are we going to fix it what are we going to do let's move on let's you know, sometimes, especially in healthcare, sometimes you're fixing the problem acutely. Sometimes you're fixing the cause. Just freaking fix it. Move on.
0: That's right. Don't get hung up on it. I mean, I love what I was just talking to a, a girl that I interviewed this morning for a podcast that's coming out in a couple of weeks from Italy, and we, we mm-hmm. talked about the biggest problem that uh, people have. I uh, think they shouldn't have any, and I'm pretty sure that was in you know Date with Destiny last. You know, Tony said that absolutely, and and it is so true. And and the leaders. See those problems as gifts. Correct. How can this make me grow? What can I learn from this? Right. You know, Being in business a long time, you got a lot of shit that you come up against. And, and if right. you learn from them, you could become stronger and better.
1: Right. You know, look, look at experiences as blessings or lessons.
0: Mm hmm. And sometimes
1: you got to sit back and the lesson can be extremely painful. I can't (laughs) say I've lived my entire life. I mean, I. You
0: got, give me, give me one good one. I know I'm stopping you mid, mid journey here, but just give me good, one good one that you, uh, you came across that you said, wow, that was a good lesson.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, so uh, one of the good ones was I I had a family member that experienced a horrendous trauma last year and uh, it was a medical trauma And because I am a critical care nurse by design, uh, that's my training. And I had the ability to save this family member's life. But the second piece that happened was as I was leaving to come to date with Destiny, this person was just like, you know, I I could share It's my dad. And I said, listen, when I go, I'm going to, um, you know, all all, communication is going to be cut off. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, and my parents were just all over me, just come on when you come home and all this stuff. And I, you know, my father's like, haven't I been good to you your whole life? And I'm like, there it is. There's the expectation. And I left so angry Mm -hmm. with that. And that date with destiny, what I realized was, it wasn't my dad's expectation. He was just so scared that his lifeline yeah, he was not He's, going to be within his reach.
0: He was fearful, and how did you come to that understanding? Because that's so powerful. Because a lot of us come across that when, you know, we have older parents, and you know, right. they just rely on us. How how did you come to that conclusion? That
1: right. So without giving away date with destiny, because everybody yeah. is <laughs> listening, they also if don't. you haven't attended, go. <laughs> but there is there is um on day two there is a particular event that happened and. You know, Tony tells a story about how he had to save his father in law's life mm. um, when he collapsed on the golf course. And mm-hmm. just think, you know, and at first he was so upset, you know, how could I bring him out to a remote place?
0: Yeah.
1: And he said, well, wait a minute, what if I didn't know CPR? He loved golf. Like, what if this happened when someone wasn't around? Yeah. And it was in that moment. And it's also the lesson of effective blame. Because I could blame them for relying on me so much, and I could also blame them how they supported me when I went back to school. How,
0: yeah.
1: how they always encouraged me that even though they grew up where you learn one profession and do it your whole life, they have this crazy daughter who wants more.
0: Right, and, and, that's, and that's, our minds. that's our minds doing that work. Right. Of blame. Yeah.
1: right. And so between the two of them and, and what was even more beautiful was because, of course, you know, just if you guys go to date with destiny, bring energy shots because you'll be there for hours on end <laughs> the very next morning. And my dad did respect my wishes the next morning. I was I just messaged him and I said, thank you so much for honoring my request to be fully present here. And he just texted me back. He's like, my pleasure. Talk to you when you get home. So, nice. you know, we've had conversations since. And, you know, just just thinking about, you know, even if I were to go back and thinking about all these different things and, you know, just even thinking about the concept of limiting beliefs, if, if I could have a moment to expand on that, uh, so I'm also a fitness instructor. I've been teaching Zumba for, it's going, it's going to be six years soon. And I've had a class since October of 2014. And in April of 2015, I auditioned for a big, for a big chain that's out Long Island. I, I live in Queens and I didn't get the position. And the feedback they gave me was you're fun and you cue well, but you lack stage presence. So and what, did you,
0: what did you say to that?
1: Well, to me, it just shocked me because mm-hmm. I was okay with not getting the position, yeah. but they also said I lacked precision in Christmas. And the problem was it was a disconnect with what I felt a Zoom instructor should be. When I walked off that stage, the class was just like, wow, that was so great. Mm-hmm. And it literally paralyzed me for three and a half years where I would not go audition at another gym because even though I was in the one class I was teaching and people were telling me how inspiring I was and how much fun they had, I held back because mm-hmm. I thought I could never stand in front of a gym. Finally, in September of last year, I did, I did audition for a different gym chain. And here's what's interesting is this particular gym chain doesn't have a stage. And obviously, you all can't see me. I'm 5'9". <laughs> the, the rooms are, are they're wide and they're long. And so the feedback I got, I, I got the position is she said, just make your moves bigger. Now initially I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? All she just meant was an inch or two so people could see. So and now I walk into a room and there's eighty people in the room.
0: That is that is so awesome. Congrats right. on that. Thank so, you. How did you get to that? So you went three would you say three and a half years or so?
1: Three and a half years. I didn't. I didn't want to audition for a gym because I'm like, even if I get the position, I'm going to get there. People are people are going to come to my class and then not come back. And it was. It, it just it And and again, how many other things did it paralyzed me in? But I can pinpoint that I couldn't even believe that that happened.
0: So it was fear, 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 but what, what was the, what was the moment where you said, what did you tell yourself that got you to that addition? Cause there are a lot of people out there that, that are so fearful. They have this, you know, this bad, um, this bad event, whatever it is that happened right. in their lives and they were, they were scared to ever try it again. So, right. So at that point to say, screw this, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to do this.
1: Right. So, um, at the time I was looking to just find other ways. Like, so there were, there were two things that happened. I was attending and paying for Zumba classes, which I knew I could teach myself. And there is something to be said, I love being a student. Mm -hmm. However, why am I shelling out 50, 60 bucks a month when I can make that money myself? And I was going to other classes and seeing the type of instructors and I'm like, these instructors are like me, And they're in these rooms. And and this isn't about having 80 people in the room because the first class I teach in, there's maybe 10 to 15 people and they have the energy of like a thousand. It was just, and I had to slay that dragon. And it was also the work that I did coinciding, you know, with the last, at that point, two and a half years where I'm like, Nancy, what's the worst that can happen? They tell you, you don't get it. You move on. And... I prepared and it it was also a matter that I'm like, you know, a lot of people are coming up and, and, they're just like, Nance, you're so great. And I just, I love to dance. I love to be, to give people the experience of having an hour where they can either dance like their white dad at a barbecue or dance (laughs) like their stripper whose rent is due tomorrow. Your choice?
0: (laughs) Stripper whose rent is due tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh my God, I think I found the title for this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and, and just thinking about, you know, in my life, how often, you know, if we could take it one step further, the whole what else does this mean? How often have I just let someone tell me something and then I just dim my light, even though I know my light can beam so brightly? Yeah. And then how many times do other people do that? And you don't realize these little shifts that can happen. And then all of a sudden, someone says to me, You're like, son of a bitch. Like, you just have this aha moment. And again, is it fantastic to stand in front of a room with eight people? Absolutely. My energy comes more from that. those people who walk up and they're like, I've never taken Zumba before. Thank you so much. And that's a gift I am able to share that now maybe they'll go to other people's Zumba classes. Because when I'm up there, I'm not only representing myself, I'm representing the brand. I'm representing the gym. And then I get to dance around for an hour. So why not?
0: <laughs> and, and I love what you, what you said about, you know, when you first got back into that, it's like, what's the worst that can happen? Because people build up these, these things in their mind. It's like, are you going to die? Of course right. you're not going to die. Unless when you're doing it, a, a bus falls out of the sky. And, and, exactly. You know, what's like the it. worst that can happen? Oh, somebody says something, somebody laughs, somebody giggles, you know, who gives a shit?
1: Right. And even if the worst is going to happen, you thinking about it two, to, you know, two weeks in advance is not going to change. You know? So I've always kind of been that person who, all right, whatever, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And you know, I, I kind of equate it to my basketball career. Like I would only get nervous when I stepped on the court and I was waiting for the jump ball to go up. That's always been my persona. And if I'm nervous beforehand, it means I'm not prepared and even in the audition when she said to me make your moves bigger tony robbins talks about a two millimeter shift it was literally lifting my hands from like close to my head to above them that's that's it it. so that someone in the back of the room when there's 80 people in the room can still sort of see me and so meaning that now i have no choice but to walk in and be my light and my energy so brightly so even if you can't see me the people in front of them are inspired. And then everybody, you know, and even this last weekend, I jumped. I'm like, let's go see what's going on in the back of the room. And like people are <laughs> flipping out. I'm like, guys, you can see me in the mirror. You know, it's just giving people the ability to feel accomplished when they're in there and that they've gotten their money's worth for an hour.
0: And it's contagious. And it's, and it it's is. contagious when you're, when you're playing at that level, playing full out. As Tony likes to say, you're playing full out. It's contagious. You know, when somebody right. else, you know, sees you going like all in, it's like they want to do the same thing.
1: Right. Or they, or they may even want to beat me. You know, I, I've, I, I got a great tip from one of my fellow uh, Zumba instructors, Marilyn, and she's in the beginning of class. She says, make it as intense as you like. So, you know, in Zumba, you basically start the song off a little bit low, even if it's a higher intensity song, a little bit lower and you progress the moves and some of these people are like going at it from the moment the song starts. God bless. And other people are, you know, keeping it in in what they feel the intensity is. And isn't that like that in life? Like you're going to meet some people who are crazy intense and other people who aren't, they might still be accomplishing the same goals.
0: Right. And, you know, I think it's, I, I think it comes down to personally, it's all about the energy. Yes. I love surrounding myself with people that have amazing energy and I can even feel it coming through coming through my little speaker here on my computer from you
1: yeah well I mean and even even like you and me I mean just one chance meeting through Mona at the airport and and we just found you know it just thinking about energy like you're going to gravitate towards that energy I know I do and you're also going to disengage from energy that doesn't that doesn't light you up you know, there's energy vampires out there. And I've met a couple recently.
0: Oh, I love that. Energy vampires. Yes. I am going to friggin' use that. They're called right vampires. I couldn't put a word word to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm creating this this new online uh, class. And it's mm-hmm. like vampires. Nancy, I'm going to use that. I'm still on that.
1: Absolutely use it. And like, and I come from a perspective. So it actually happened when I crewed UPW in Newark, and there's this particular woman, and she's an energy vampire. She just is. And, you know, it just comes to a point where I don't have time to tell you you're a vampire.
0: Okay. I need
1: to protect my own energy. So I came from a perspective, protect your energy, because there's people out there who want to steal it, who, who I've I've always come from a perspective, I can stand and talk in front of a group of 500 people, and people like, I can't do that. I'm like, so don't. Okay. And then they're right. taken aback because I'm not, no, you can do it. You so, can do yeah. whatever you
0: want. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. So I want you to tell everybody out there if they have, and, and you know the energy vampires in your life, you know, you, you, if they're a friend, you know, if they're a friend or acquaintance, you can get, you can, you know, you can walk away from them. But what if your energy vampires are your own, you know, siblings, family, what are you doing? What do you do in those cases?
1: You know, so it's it's very challenging. Um, I have to say this. I, I have to say that it 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 was the hardest and easiest decision um, I made. Uh, I walked away from a friendship of over thirty years. Uh, Same
0: here. Same here. And
1: yeah. right, and it's because it just became apparent that this person was no longer on my side, and I don't mean to say that that this you know that people always have to be pro nancy i love having realistic mirrors however when i'm telling you that you know one of the things that happened through the coaching program was there was i was recommended to have an opportunity to stand in front of 20,000 people and and that's not even exaggerating at an event to tell them what my experience was and you look like you're going to the dentist and I'm yanking your wisdom teeth without anesthesia, <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes in the very beginning, people are unhappy for you because they're unhappy for themselves. Mm. And, but after a while, it's draining and, you know, it's so, it, it can definitely be hard. And what I can recommend is just do you do you boo and just live in your truth and you know there are some people you can't limit contact with understandable but believe it or not you can as well of you know, it's standing in your own truth and just being you you know in the very beginning of my journey I probably vomited it all over everybody because it was so amazing and after a while <laughs> I realized it had to be more about my own. And, and you know, the people in your life, Richie, I'm sure too, that when they come and ask you, Hey, how is date with destiny? They're asking because they want to hear your experience. And then there's other people who are asking so that, you know, you can tell them and they can start to lob up every reason why they would never attend themselves.
0: Yeah. They can shit all over. And then I, you know what I've learned over the past year since I've been on this journey that, um, I know who I can share things with and I know who I don't I can't share things with. And that's right. that's how I play the game now. Because I know even just you know, being in contact with somebody for, for five seconds, I can I know where they're coming from, you know, and I know what they're gonna say. So I just I don't even go there. And it makes right. my life a lot easier. They don't have to tell me how I joined a frigging cult and I'm drinking the right. Kool-Aid and all that bullshit. And I right. say, you know, whatever helps me. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Right. Like, it's not for you. Great. You know, they, they want to engage for you to convince them. And whenever people like you're in a cult, I'm like, you forgot the URE. They're like, what? I'm like, it's a culture.
0: <laughs> yes, I love that. Culture. That's, I, I,
1: I, that, that's not my own. But, I, you know, I said, that's fine. That's great. You, you know, if you want to ask me why I have so much energy and why I'm so happy, this is why. Not for you. No worries. And there's other people like you and I. Who've connected? Because even within this world, there are also energy vampires. Just because people say they're into personal development doesn't mean they actually develop.
0: Oh yeah, they hide. Those there are some vampires that hide, hide, hide among everybody right. else. And you, and yeah, they hide. While, a you, you learn enough tools and, and and resourceful enough. You 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 see them. You seek them out, and you find ways, and and you put the stuff out there in the universe. You know your energy. And they kind of go away.
1: Yeah. It's way they that works. Right. If they don't, you just actively. So, this particular person, I had to actively, because this person also came to Date with Destiny, and I just had to actively distance myself. Mm. Because, on top of it, you know, one of the other things that, and this is one of my newer platforms, is the idea of creating space.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: So, tell me some more they, about that. Sure. So um, the same pivotal event, you know, so Richie and I attended Date With Destiny and we uh, served in a leadership role. And so when we were at the same point of the program where I had my big breakthrough last year, I will tell you that anxiety washed over me because Mm -hmm. I remembered where I was and I'm like, man, you're not there. You know, and that's the beauty of this is you, you you start to create that muscle memory, and I thankfully I was able to snap myself out of that space, and because I and I know Richie, I'm sure the same thing. You know, I wanted to be there to serve. Some of the exercises I did go through as a participant, but I also was like, let me go through as a leader. And so after um, it was it was the night of day two after Sage and Tony. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to one of the participants and he turned and he said to me, it was really weird. He goes, all of a sudden I felt really empty. And then I was like, so full of all these amazing memories. Mm-hmm. And I turned to him and I said, can I offer you a different viewpoint? He goes, yeah, I go, that wasn't emptiness. It was space. Yeah. You got this bullshit out. You remove the bullshit. And now all of a sudden you created this amazing space that you immediately filled, he had, he had a grandfather, I think both of his grandparents had dementia. Wow. And for him, he filled it with memories before they started to lose their mental faculties. And even through that, another man in the group was like, oh my goodness, the same thing. He's like, my dad just turned the corner. He goes, and he visited me before he turned that corner. And so thinking about when are you creating space? It's not emptiness because how many times, and I'm sure many of you can relate, you toil, you do all these things and all of a sudden you it, and You're like, why does this feel disappointing? And it's not that it's disappointing. If you've overcome the struggle, that's space. That's space for you to now fill it with people and experiences that are going to fill that up with positivity and objectivity.
0: Well, so I
1: challenge everybody to that. think about that.
0: You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for blowing my mind, Nancy.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. I mean, my <laughs> goodness, you if people, if you have to know what type of compliment that is, because Richie, Richie puts himself out there. He, he he's, he's getting in the game like I am. So. And,
0: and, and I love that. I think, you know, I like to think of people, I like to help people with labels, you know, people label themselves with all these things that are just in line with the competition and, and you like your your when you talk about space it's removing the bullshit so you'd be a, a bullshit removal specialist correct expert and i, yeah. I love that
1: <laughs> do a bull, do a bullshit ectomy if i can put if i can put it like with my nursing That's background even better a bullshit
0: ectomy yes a
1: bullshit ectomy do a bullshit ectomy and then after you do your ectomy you know recover a little bit and then just like seek out. I mean, you know, and e- even when you do that too, a lot of times people like they think of change and they get so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. If write down everything you need to change, and then start to think about where changing one thing can change others, because that's the that's the second piece. That, you know, so I was talking to one of one of the senior leaders, and he's like, "Yeah, I have these ten things," and I'm like, "You're overwhelming me just talking to me about it." I'm like, you're overwhelmed because do you really need to change all ten things, or can you change two or three of them and then reassess?
0: Hmm. And he
1: was like, Oh my God, Nance. And That was at UPW and when I saw my date with Destiny, he like sought me out <laughs> and was just like, and 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 again, it's 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 easier for us to look from the outside. Sure. Oh yeah. To, to be honest. But it it's just it's just being in a position where you're you're just You don't always have to be in change mode, but be ready for it.
0: I I agree 100%. And I love that thought of we have so many, you know, so many things and so many stories going around in our head and we want to fix, you know, there's a hundred things wrong with me. I can't can't even imagine where to start. Well, you know what? Pick one or two to start. Right. You know, if you think that much, pick one or two and go from there. Right. Like tackle everything at once. You'll never even start.
1: Right, and 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 I love that. And write them down. And when you start to look at them, say which one of these can I change that would make an immediate impact in my life.
0: So, do you, uh, from that perspective, do you would you recommend or coach somebody on if they have three things right now they want to change, and one is really hard and one is really easy, which one would you recommend they change first?
1: I would say the really easy one, because who knows, you know, if there's something, you know, if it's just like, okay, I'll I'll throw a wellness example out there. So there was a woman who was saying like, every day she'd take a scoop of Swedish fish, right? She did it. Seriously. (laughs) And what's funny about it is like the next week, she made it six days and she was beating herself up the seventh day. About what? about the fact that she took a handful of Swedish fish and ate them. Oh my god.
0: If that was the the biggest problem in my life.
1: Woo! But, exactly. And I think for her she just got her so I'm like, can I just point out that you like went 6 out of 7 days without doing it? Mm take for a second and then next week just don't do it you made six days like think if you could if there's like these small little shifts you can make because maybe that thing that seems so hard won't be so hard anymore because now you got a w under your belt
0: and and that is so amazing that you that but people don't see that because a lot of things we don't see because we're we're so internalized with it right that's why having a You know, a coach, mentor, anybody that's on the outside can see those things. Right. But six days without Swedish Fish. So you had it for one day.
1: Big deal. Right. Like you did it and you can course adjust. Yes. You know, but like don't paralyze yourself because you slipped up you, you how, how long were you eating Swedish fish one scoop a <laughs> day for how many days you're gonna correct it in Swedish a week
0: addict. I think I gotta I got set up a new program instead of AA it's you know got yeah, Swedish fish you know yeah
1: program. <laughs> hi I'm Richie and I eat Swedish fish hi Richie I can't stop I can't stop right. I it all but day like, <laughs> you know how many times have people have had these like challenging habits you ain't gonna change it two seconds later just let's let's be real Yep. You, you need some time because it's, and again, it's not only about making the change, it's sustaining the change or creating the tools so that when these like crazy thoughts or limiting beliefs resurface, you can get rid of them. You can just put them away. So how do you, how do, what
0: is the, what, if you could give somebody the best tool right now, the best thing to do right now, if they have one of those beliefs. What would that be? If you can think of one, if not, it's no big deal.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like a lot of times, you know, so for example, one of, one of the exercises that I implement is if we take like, what is the thing you fear the most? So, you know, for some people it's fear of failure. Okay, so before you even think about conquering that, how many, day, how many times a day do negative thoughts pop into your mind? Mm. And have them start to take that inventory. Mm. And when they finally have that inventory, okay, great. So you were in the shower and a negative thought popped in your mind. What were you thinking about beforehand? Like, how did it go that way? And once people start to be aware, because in plain English, your mind is your bitch. One 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 more time? One more time? Your mind is your bitch. Oh,
0: my God.
1: So, if, if I was
0: Oprah, that would have been a tweetable moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so your mind is going to only spit back to you what you give it. It doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. And if in a particular situation you always think a negative thought, that's all you, or your mind's going to be like, oh, you're in that situation. Here you go. There's a lot so, of them. I'm going to load you
0: up with all this bullshit.
1: (laughs) Correct. Because this is, and it doesn't know bullshit because it's looking to protect you. So here's a very simple exercise for people who are forgetful. I am forgetful because how many times do you say, so for example, I like to bring my iPad with me because I listen to music in the car. I use it as my rolling university. Every time I say, don't forget your iPad, what do you think I do? You forget it. You forget it because number one, half the time, your mind's not listening to that first word you said. Number two, you're coming from a place of scarcity. Yeah. Here's a little tweak that I I now have proven works for myself and others. Say the word take. Nancy, take your iPad. Nancy, take your iPad. Nancy, take whatever. Say it and I call myself Nan. Nan, take your keys. You know. Try it for a week because now your mind's like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. Great. And so I had one of my Zumba students, she's 13 years old. I have the video to prove it. She would always forget her jacket in school. And she's like, take your jacket. She goes, and not only do I remember my jacket, I remember my backpack. I said, because your mind is going to take your direction. So So, So even thinking about being in a situation where this negative thought comes in. And again, just to circle back to getting grateful, be grateful that your mind is looking to protect you. That's all it's looking to do. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me the thought that served me before. However, we're replacing it with this one now. Perfect. This is what I want to hear next time.
0: That is so friggin' amazing. Because no. I'll, t- I'll tell you like a two second story. I was yeah. at, bu- I was, I was at business, uh, business Mastery Seminar in Vegas uh, back in August. And um, I have my journal that has a year worth of my life in it. You know, all my private thoughts, all the things that I'm going to do, all this incredible, incredible stuff. Tony comes on stage and says, make sure you get it in your head because you'll lose your journal. You know, you lose your journal. I had a guy, blah, blah, blah. You know what happened after that last day at that event? (laughs) My journal was gone.
1: Oh, my God.
0: God bless my beautiful friends, Neil, Paul. Um, Fahad, we all went back and we turned the place upside down and they, until they kicked us out of the Cosmopolitan because my journal was gone because I focused so much that I was going to lose it, lose it, lose it after I said that, it was gone and my friend Neil goes, it'll come back and you know, one of one of uh, the people that was sitting next to me she had picked it up by mistake and she took it home Look at that so it came back to me and the only reason it came back to me is because when i was at the event i adopted a dog and i
1: remember that that's how we that's how i remember mona was talking about that
0: <laughs> so i posted a thing on, the, on facebook saying hey did anybody pick up my journal you know my life's work is in there if i don't get that journal back i'm going to be stuck for the rest of my life not really but i was making dramatic nobody even looked at it but as soon as i posted a picture of the dog with that comment Oh, I have it. I I mistakenly picked it up. So I was so happy that it came back to me. But you are so true that when you focus on, you know, telling yourself, you know, these negative things, you're going to get more of that stuff. Yeah. So true. So true. Awesome.
1: (laughs) Isn't it funny? Like it's like this mind hack and I'm like, son, where the hell was this my whole life now?
0: (laughs) Where was this when I was in my 20s? (laughs)
1: <laughs> seriously like I'm in my mid 40s now you know I did some pretty dumb shit because I forgot stuff like I could have really you know but here we are now this is where well, we that, were meant yeah, to be that,
0: that's what made us who we are today if we didn't have all these you know these messed up experiences we wouldn't be here today exactly so so where are you at now What what's going on tell me what what you got going on who you coaching
1: yeah so so right now uh, believe it or not in, in going through the date with destiny leadership experience, um, I'm shifting in terms of how I want to go, be on my coaching journey, because what I found in being in that environment is the connection and contribution from coaching yes. comes in that environment. Mm. And what I'm actually doing right now is I'm in the process of building my CPR business. I'm a CPR instructor. And I have the ability to teach people uh, privately and make money that way. And so right now I'm kind of looking to go to a route where I can make money a little easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm still coaching. I'm still, you know, I, I am, I'm striving to be in the Tony environment and to become a trainer. And, you know, next step is senior leadership. And, you know, down the line, will I potentially build the coaching business? Sure, because obviously I have a passion for it. Um, I, I think as I think about that concept of space, you know, it's, that's huge. You know, brilliant. If I have give one word
0: for that, that is it's Brilliant.
1: Right. I love and, that
0: it's, it's it's a market that, that nobody's in. You could own it. Right. Nobody's offering, you know, finding your space in, in life. It's
1: just. It's, right. Just just finding space and like, and replacing space because it's great to create space. It's, it, it's a disadvantage if you just leave that space not filled, you know, just mm. take the damn leap. I mean, you know, in being with the environment, you and I are attracted to each other because, from from a standpoint, we may have different intentions, but we have the same purpose. So that energy is going to align. Mm. You know, thinking about how I navigated Date with Destiny just from a personal standpoint, just who I connected with and just how I'm looking to go forward and you know, taking being a person of influence and now being in an environment where I am highly encouraged to shine my light as brightly as I can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing, amazing superpower to have.
0: Yeah, isn't it? You
1: know, and to have, and I'm sure you had this experience and you know, we mm-hmm. spoke about this prior to the call, just having people reach out that were in our groups at the event and just thanking us for how we like, help them on the next part of their journey. It's, <laughs> it's, it's humbling and it's exciting.
0: You know that was the most fulfilling thing other other than you know getting married and having kids and my three dogs on, on right. the, that was the most fulfilling thing that i have ever done in my life
1: right and it and it's ours for the taking It wasn't a one time event
0: no 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 it wasn't
1: you know it it it's it's an event that is as as often as we want to be involved in it there yeah. you know and just being able to take those uh taking those tools and learning how to apply them just in everyday life. It's, it's very powerful.
0: You know we want to you know, help people, you know, change the world. Right. Right.
1: Absolutely. Th- thinking about how many people have, have a certain level of happy and then they learn that there's a happier, happy out there.
0: A happier okay. happy.
1: That, that was my original platform and that's still a piece of what I do. Um, but just, you know, it's 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 leading the good life versus the great life and mm. that's different for everybody
0: i'm just observing the happier happier what was it happier happy Happier,
1: happy yep i love that how many people don't realize there's something else or something more
0: yeah mm. oh my god i <laughs> wish I, I wish i had another like four hours but <laughs> i we're, we're gonna have i'm gonna have to have you on again you know sure I, i have to run but i have to have you on again nancy i could like we could just talk for like days and we could just. i think we could
1: absolutely (laughs) and thank you so much this is this is an amazing opportunity i'm i'm so grateful for for our connection it's been so much fun and uh uh
0: what do you what do you do where you going next are you going uh l.a right yes so um are you attending l.a no, I'm gonna be on a boat in St. Thomas with a bunch of friends, so I'm be go there. Go you! That's go awesome. you. That's second right. But uh, yeah. I will be at Marco Island for my uh, leadership. Awesome,
1: that. yeah. And so, just so you know, because you know my leader's out of his damn mind like I am, <laughs> James and I, you'll see it, are gonna like already in LA. We're gonna do some type of interview video.
0: Oh, awesome!
1: So, like, I'm like, we gotta pick some insane question. Yeah, and like just walk Either I was like, we got to be careful where we walk around in LA, because right by the convention center, you go one block over, it's very dangerous.
0: Yeah, you may I want said, to watch it.
1: <laughs> but I said we could do it with the Tony people, like. Just, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, Marco Island, I'm attending. Um And then, like, when when does your platinum year end?
0: I'm up in March.
1: Okay. Are you re Are you uh, renewing?
0: Nope. I got uh, I got a li- another list of about. Uh, 20, 20 different other people that I want to start, uh, you know, attending events to, I want, I want to experience everything from everybody. So I want to spread the love. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So like, but I I will do Marco Island. Um, I think at this point, unfortunately, uh, Marco Island is going to be currently is the only place to do wealth mastery leadership. Yeah. So I may have to wait another year. Um, so I'm actually also going to Date With Destiny in Australia. I'm going to uh, request a crew. Um, if like, you are coming, please let me know and I will tell you why, because we're going to be doing a mini-adventure after Date With Destiny. In, in Australia? In Australia.
0: Oh, I love Australia so much. Okay. That's, yeah. just <laughs> you're going to get me on all these trips. Okay. I am.
1: <laughs> keep it in mind, like because like, James, James is from Australia, so we're going to like it's going to be like three days after date with destiny. We're just going to like go around to Australia. And, um, and then, uh, I, I have to see, like, I wanted to crew leadership Academy. Um, and then I'll, I, I, I feel like I need to be at every date with destiny no matter what the you know, no matter what the role is.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Uh, My, my goal is to be uh, a senior leader at date with destiny next year.
1: Awesome, oh, that's so great. oh you'll definitely play That's
0: on my goal list for this year um,
1: awesome i if once you do wealth mastery leadership, that's it. that's all you need. That's all you have left, right
0: I got a crow cool u p w but I'm thinking about um London in um april April and may, I think it is
1: okay, yeah, yeah London, and then there is even if you even i mean yeah miami would be a little bit late, but I think. I mean I know you obviously have the schedule uh I think there's also Dallas as well
0: Oh really yeah I got I feel Dallas. like
1: um I feel like uh there's like a bunch of UPWs um I you know I I'm I'm just doing LA because I'm like I want to serve as much as possible
0: Same um, here it's I, I I have like I think i I'm, I'm addicted to it
1: Well because think about like if if I think about it like I had absolutely no idea what was going to happen with Date with Destiny leadership and mm-hmm. It, I mean, I, I think I told you like James like hooked, like James gave me his trainer badge. He's like, this is yours. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, what'd you just do that? For? You know, like, just thinking about like the impact. I mean, let, let's just see. I'm just looking quickly. Yeah. So there's um Los Angeles obviously. Uh, April is London. July is Dallas. Um, in terms of UPW.
0: Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna do July and Dallas. Yeah,
1: it's it's funny. It's right by my birthday. Um and then the the last UPW of the year is uh in Miami. I'm sorry, there's Sydney and then Miami.
0: Okay, so we're definitely I'm I'm definitely thinking about doing date with Destiny Australia. Now that you got me go thinking about that. Uh, okay, so I got to wrap it up. I yes. Thank
1: me. you so much. This thank is, this you so is much, great. Nancy.
0: Like I said, this is this has been like so much fun. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to have you on the, on the uh, podcast again. Do you want to awesome. share any kind of websites, email addresses, how somebody get in touch with you to get rid of their bullshit, find their space and
1: whatever? Yeah, th- I mean, you know, they could just find me right, right now. I just have uh, my Facebook, which uh-huh. is um, Nancy L. Demers, but the handle is uh, hoops1042. So www.facebook.com slash hoops1042. That's also my IG handle. Um I am in the process of expanding. My brand is going to be Breakthrough Bosses.
0: Mm, love it.
1: Is is my brand. It's it's just helping people seek out and conquer their limiting beliefs so they can break out and break through.
0: Fantastic. Last question. Sure. There's a billboard uh to inspire other entrepreneurs. What would you put on it? Statement quote
1: uh so um show up every day as the person you need to be in order to achieve the goals you want to achieve
0: beautiful oh love it
1: love it richie thank you so much This Nancy, has been thank you
0: so much have a wonderful weekend and i will talk to you very soon
1: yes i can't wait to hear the recording oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks so much have a great weekend
0: you too bye Okay, bye. Hey, Richie here, and I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if there are any other entrepreneurs out there that are that have an amazing story that they overcome adversity, challenges, and obstacles. Please send me an email at uh, what's up at ritchieprior.com, W-H-A-T-S, up at com, And in the subject line, put uh, podcast. I'll put whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Just send me an email at that address. If you're an entrepreneur, you got an amazing story. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, I love my guests. And uh, thanks again for listening. Peace out.